Hey everybody, what's up? Steel Mace Nation here, I'm Fred Moore. This is a brand new podcast about the Steel Mace, but it's not just about the Steel Mace, it's also about the lifestyle that evolves around it and working out, diet, and everything else. And we're going to get freaky sometimes, we're going to get crazy sometimes. So, you know, today uh, I had a great interview with a lovely lady named Ariel Collins, and um, she was uh, sharing a lot of interesting things with us. For instance, her, um, her uh, I'm sorry, her name was Ariel Cullison, and um, she was sharing with us today her uh, mace um, background, her boxing background, and, uh, you know, she uh, offers... Um, a support group for NA and AA. She also has a, uh, a touch of uh, a slight case of autism, and she had to learn how to, um, you know, teach people based on uh, what she had to uh, learn and experience with herself. And uh, this, it's a really great podcast. Um, it turned out, you know, that she's uh, quite dynamic, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy this one. So before we get to the podcast, I just want to uh, let you know that we're recording this podcast at a shared universe in Eatontown, New Jersey, at the seashore, where the girls in the bikinis are always around. Like, the streets are covered with girls that are almost nude. And, I mean, you, you got to see it. It's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> and then uh, on top of that, we have some of the best gyms down here. And it's like it's like Muscle Beach uh, times 100. So uh, shared universe. And then I just wanted to let you guys know if you want to go on SteelMaceNation.com and uh, you know take a look at the shirts that we have. Uh, we have um, snapback hats, ladies' shirts, men's shirts uh, with that skull and mace bones logo on it. Very simple, very cool. It's Mr. Mace Bones. Uh, enjoy the podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, today, is our, our guest is Ariel Collison, and she's with uh, The Warehouse in Oklahoma City. The Warehouse is spelled W-H-E-R-E, house. And uh, you guys are yoga and functional movement studio. Correct. And uh, how long have you been in that spot for and uh when when did you open up wow um we've actually had that spot since we moved into um the gym side which is just right next door um but my mother and i which is polly uh, we opened up the studio right about three years ago so kind of it was it was empty for about two years and then we figured out what we wanted to do with it um and she started doing the yoga and the meditation and then here I come doing the steel mace, and so it was a great combination of both. Uh-huh. And so it's been steel mace in there for the past three years? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty yeah. good. A lot of gyms are just starting to scratch the surface with getting – they might have like one or two mace in the corner, um, but you've been, you've been teaching it for the whole time. Yeah. I was actually <laughs> – I was teaching myself while then also, you know, I had a few friends of mine or uh, Polly – would be my students in a sense. So I could also learn how to, what I was doing and how to teach it before I went and got certified. And then afterwards, just to make sure that I was fully knowledgeable and ready to take it out into the open. So yeah. that was good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I, I appreciate you doing that. Um, and, and that was, uh, 
one of the things I wanted to capture on this podcast right here now in this time in history was I wanted to reach out to practitioners such as yourself, people who are teaching, um, and and get them on video in audio. So for for like history purposes, because I think you know uh, we're going to see a big wave of more people coming out pretty soon. And I don't want the the earlier group to get lost in the sauce, so to speak, you know. Oh, and definitely. and when you when somebody as mindful as you says, hey, you know, I want to be really good at this first before I teach it. Yes. Uh, that that speaks to the uh, the responsibility that you have for it. So that's really cool. And um, I also saw off your website how many certs you have. You have your so you have your steel mace <laughs> specialist. Yeah, you got you got some stuff going on here. Steel mace I specialist. Do. That's cool. Keep going. Keep getting certs. Um, you're a kettlebell specialist, and then um, box and burn. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bo- box and burn is uh, what's that guy's name? The that Tony Jeffries. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, you have your Viking ninja. What yes. is that? Um, now the Viking Ninja has mace in it, right? It's a combination yes. of things. Yeah, it's just a combination. Um, I interpret it as basically taking the steel mace specialist certification to a new level and then just learning how to, I guess, create your own movements with the mace. Also, then doing like tire slams, or if you're using it like on a heavy bag, you can do the slams on the heavy bag, but being more controlled with the mace. Right. That's nice. And then the other cert you have is TFW strength and conditioning coach. Yes. All right. Are you working on anything else right now that you could tell us about? Um, well, if we're talking about certs, I might as well throw in there that I also have a pound fit certification. Pound fit. <laughs> um, yes. That was, um, I was fairly new with that, but it's just, you have two drumsticks and they're weighted drumsticks and we do a choreographed workout to just many different songs. So like we can do, um, abs and we'll have like a song from fallout boy and it'd just be a choreographed workout um that was it's a lot of fun um women love the class so i enjoyed doing that but currently i'm doing um i'm in school i do online classes for software coding and development and i just finished up with my first part of it which is html coding um wow so that's that's what i'm doing right now that's insane. I mean, the, just <laughs> I, just from the little bit I know about uh, coding and everything, that's that's quite an endeavor. And it plus, is. yeah, plus you're 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 uh, running a gym and you're working yes. all those classes, morning classes, early in the morning, later uh, in the early evening. So you have to make time for yourself, right? And and yes. do your studies and everything. So that's really cool that you could do that. G- good Thank for you. you. Um, so what else? Um, do you guys have at your gym besides, um, so you have yoga and, and kettlebells and things like that. What else do you have? So for the warehouse, um, which is pretty much what Polly and I, uh, work together with. And then the TFW is, um, the firefighter that I was telling you about, Matt, um, my stepdad, um, that's his side. So I, I do, I guess a little bit of the marketing for the TFW side, uh, coach the classes, which are, group classes for strength and conditioning. So we have two lift days and then two cardio days. Um, on the warehouse, Polly does the yoga and the meditation. She does it about five days a week. And then I have my private sessions for steel mace and the box and burn. And then I also have two group classes for steel mace and box and burn. 
Okay, that sounds really interesting. And you said you have two strength days and two cardio days. So people that yes. are coming consistently are getting their strength days in and then their cardio days. Oh, yeah. So you're really expecting those people to be coming consistently. Yes. I mean, as, as, a, you know, as, as a coach myself, I'm interested in that in just the terms of um, – you, you could have two different ways of going about this. You could, you could do it your way where you're expecting the people to keep coming regularly or you could be more accommodating, quote unquote, to people and be a little bit looser with, with things like, well, if you miss that day, it doesn't matter because you could catch up over here. But really, um, your way is, is better for a person who's in training. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it- go ahead. Oh, is it? yeah. If somebody, I mean, if somebody missed a day, you know, um, then, you know, we have four days on the TFW side that like, Hey, I missed a Monday. Like, okay, well you also, you still have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to come in. So why don't you go ahead and just come on in? Okay. Um, yeah. but, and I do, I do the same thing for my private sessions. Like if they're, you know, if we need to reschedule, okay. If I have an open slot, they'll, you know, let them know I have this open slot. We can reschedule this day. Um, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But I try to give them as much accountability from my end to theirs and then want to receive the same accountability from their end to mine. That's great. And do you offer um, like any mindset help with your clients? Do you, you know, if you see them struggling with keeping with their commitment, their diet or anything like that, do you, can you sit with them or maybe just grab them for a couple minutes and, and coach them on mindset stuff? Yes and no. Um, I can do I can do a little bit with that, but I usually it depends on I guess how deep they not that they've fallen, but how deep it's the conversation is getting into, or yeah. how much guidance they need on their, their nutrition. Um, I usually would refer them over to Polly. Um, she's doing an amazing nutrition program, which um, she just finished a part of it up. So I'm excited for her to actually pursue this further because um, it goes into it's not just about how you eat. It's about the relationships that you have, uh, whether it be a family relationship, a spouse relationship, friendships and work, those all play a part in our daily diets. So usually I refer people over to Polly and not that I don't think that I couldn't help them, but I know that she could really dig deep on a new level with them and, you know, encourage them on, a, on another level. So her and I have a really good balance. That sounds really cool. And Polly, you said, is your mother? Yes. Okay. So she's your mother and business partner. Yes. And, and you guys uh, decided to open a gym together? Yep. That's so cool. Yep. She's actually, she, you know, she, I would say she's also my manager. So I would, um, I mean, we all need a good management system. Yes. Yeah. So, and... I couldn't think of a better person to help me manage and help me grow with my, you know, my, my branding or, you know, not just with the warehouse, but if, you know, with her yoga and then my, you know, the steel maze. Yeah. So she has amazing ideas. She has amazing coaching skills and I couldn't, yeah, I'm grateful that she could be, you know, a partner, a mother, and then also a manager for me. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. And yeah. So, you know, um, the the TFW strength and conditioning does what does TFW mean? Is that a tactical firefighter workout or something? Wow, that that would be awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, it's actually it's training for warriors. Okay. Um, but then kind of 
we're in between the two names. So it's like Training for Warriors is the branding um, that we have, but it's the gym that we actually are in is called Firehouse Fit, which oh. comes from um, Matt being a firefighter for over 20 years. Okay. But, yeah. So Training for Warriors is a style of workout system that we use. And then the gym is actually Firehouse Fit. Okay. And now Firehouse Fit, um, are, are firemen and cops coming in there? Are they, are they take it to it or is it? Yes and no. Um, they have the option to come in uh, freely. Um, some take advantage of it. Some do not. I know more Oklahoma City firefighters come in. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Oklahoma City is a much larger city that we have. So we have a lot more of them that come in. Um, sometimes Matt will take me up to the fire training center and then we work, we'll do a workout up there and I get to kind of meet everybody. And, oh, um, that's it's nice. been, yeah, it's a whole new atmosphere to be a part of the, you know, the fire department side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a fireman. Um, yes. and when, and 16 years ago when I was in the training academy, I would have loved it if, um, you know, trainers came in like even once a week and just put us through uh, one of their own branded workouts, whatever, um, and just give us more insight into how to move our bodies and everything. You know, nothing against the way the fire academy trains you. They, they train you to, to get ready to go to work, but right. there's a lot of stuff that gets missed along the way, and, and it's um, – it's like how to lift properly, how to, yeah. how to, you know, um, recover things like that, that you could get from a personal trainer or somebody. Mm -hmm. And one of my future goals is to actually try to start changing that myself. Um, I, I want to see that change happen. Um, so it, it, this is all very interesting to me. I, you know, we could go on and on about just the oh, fire I'm department sure. stuff, <laughs> but I mean, are these, are you, do you have the firemen swinging maces? Sometimes, um, I actually, there's a fire department that just opened up right across from our gym or the gym and studio. Um, and I just carried a couple maces over yeah. and it was, you know, like a Saturday afternoon and it's funny, like, you know, um, everyone thinks that it's just it's so easy. Like, man, I could do this. It looks so easy yeah. or the way you move with the mace is so it's inspiring. It just mm -hmm. it looks great. And so. You know, I give it to them, and I was like, "Just try it out. Let's do a couple squats. Let's do a couple swings together." Yeah. And they do it, and then they realize, oh, "Like, wow, this is actually this is more different than I thought. It's actually kind of difficult, but they love it. I mean, who doesn't love, you know, working with the mace? I yeah. think swings are my favorite, by far my favorite. Um, but yeah, I, I get a, a few of the firefighters um, swing it here and there. Um, I get actually a lot of women that do the mace. Yeah, I'm noticing that too. I think yeah. because it's um, categorized as like a, f a feminine uh, form of exercise, like like boxing and, and tai chi yeah. and, and martial arts and stuff. Not feminine meaning like girly, uh, right. but like the masculine side and the feminine side. Mm -hmm. And and I think there's just a lot of guys that it's hard for them to to break through that barrier and and say, oh, okay, let me try that out. So women tend to have no problem doing that themselves and, and jumping right into it. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And it, I, you know, the few men that I do have and it's, they're coming with their spouse and I love that even more. I like when two people can come in together, you know, if they're in a relationship or it's two friends or 
you know, um, two family members. Yeah. Having that support system and coming in, especially when you're trying something different. Just I've heard a lot, a lot of people to tell me that, you know, like, so what is it that you do? And I tell them and they're asking, well, what is the steel mace? I've never even heard of this. I get a, I don't know how it is for you up there, but for me here, no one's really heard of the mace. Yeah, no, it's it's still yeah, it's still, still a bizarre still thing to up. people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we 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 actually uh, we went to a uh, a place that you throw hatchets okay. uh, it, into a wood target, and uh, we visited there, and um, they they wanted us because they they thought what we did was kind of um, unusual and would fit in <laughs> and so we went uh, to like a, a summer opening party and we just stood in the parking lot started flowing and um people were just staring at us at first and then they're like what is this and it was the women mm -hmm. first who came out and wanted to try it and then after that the guys started to trickle in a little bit and yeah. you know and we're, then we're explaining like no this was like a weapon of war but now it's just for functional fitness. And yeah. it, it seemed like once you said that, it was like, oh, okay, give me that thing. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like, something inside. Was, We're like such is... cavemen, you know? We yeah, got to gotta right? know that, like, oh, this this was used to smash people's heads? Oh, great. Now I want to try yeah. it. It's unbelievable. But whatever gets people moving, right? And now Absolutely. you mentioned the um, couples coming in. Mm -hmm. Do you notice, like, when, when a couple does mace together, do you notice – at all or do you hear from them at all like a feedback that their relationship sort of gets better from it or my oh yeah yeah right yeah I actually um I have you know I train a, a few couples um or I that I mean they come to my my group class um but I had someone in particular like it was just me and her um and she was actually my very first private session for still mace and that was like, as soon as I got certified, I thought, okay, I need to just, I'm going to find someone that, you know, not that I'm close to, but she was coming to many other classes in the studio and I ran a buyer and she's like, yeah, let's do it. So it was a good learning process for the both of us, like, you know, two, three years ago, but, um, she did it and the way her body transformed, the way her mind transformed was just, it's been an incredible journey together. And then as I started adding in the group classes, um, she brought in her spouse and now they just, they can't get enough of it. Right. So they, they bought two maces. They have two maces at home that they do in their garage. Um, they do, so that's, they're doing their own home workouts. They come to sessions together. Um, they're coming to their group classes together. So I definitely do feel like, you know, if you have a solid common boundary like that, you know, right. Not so much it makes a relationship better, but you have something that you're both growing with. Yeah. It's you know, it, so you you can motivate each other like, hey, like man, I'm really struggling today and they're like right. okay, no worries. Like I you know, let's just get up, let's just go. I have you know, like I have your back, you have mine. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, you know, uh, it's funny. The reason why I asked that question is because that's what's actually occurring between me and my wife right now. And, you know, she was not you know, I jumped on this first and just like I took off with it and she yeah. wasn't quite responsive. And just this morning before she went out for her jog, she says, uh, hey, listen, Fred, I, I want you to uh, play the song and I want you to come up with a little choreographed routine with the mace for your next class and, and have it ready by the time I get back from my jog. And I'm like, are you serious? And she's like, okay. yeah, can you do it? And I'm like, challenge on. And yeah. she comes back. I showed it to her and she was like, oh, this is great. 
because uh, she she's getting into it now, you know, and yeah. and seeing her doing it with me. And I have a little daughter. I bought her one of those wood maces from Primal mm-hmm. Flow. And yeah. she's doing it a little bit. She's six years old. She's doing it. And I think it's absolutely magical. And it's like it, they're, these th- these little maces, you know, they, they could really become bigger than life if you really let them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's fantastic. And I'm glad you're seeing those experiences with, with uh, people that you're training because that's got to be satisfying for you, right? Oh, yeah, it definitely is. I mean, I just, you know, I got into the training field just because I, I – enjoy helping people and I enjoy helping them in the sense of, you know, helping them regain confidence if they lost it or helping them find confidence if they don't have any, you know, transform their mind, reconnect their mind to their body. Like anything that's not even just, you know, quote unquote, getting fit, but there's some deeper to getting fit. So I enjoy, I enjoy watching everybody transform mentally, emotionally, physically, but having the spouses that come together, it's, you know, that's a great support system to have for one another. Yes, definitely. And, and speaking of support systems, and, and I could see how much you like helping people, you also offer a support group for AA and NA, right? I, I do. You yes. just started that, or is that something that's been doing for a while? Um, so, give or take, I started it, I'm going to say... Um, give or take January, mm-hmm. mid-January. Um, so I've been doing it just for a little bit. Um, it was actually just very recently, so almost two months ago, that um, I got put on the Oklahoma, you know, like newspaper and websites for anyone that's actually looking for, you know, an AA or in a support system or group meeting, I guess is that what you would call it. So I'm now, if you go, you know, if you search, you know, on the website in Oklahoma, like, you know, how to find it, here you'll find the warehouse like you'll find us down there right. um so i was really happy about that but yeah i started that um i had been thinking about doing that for a while um and how it came up you know like i said Polly has great ideas and so she threw the idea out there and i ran with it and here we are months later um you wouldn't you couldn't even imagine how many people actually struggle you know, with A or NA, um, until they actually, you know, they start coming into the meetings. Like there's many people that I didn't even know that were, you know, struggling. Right. Um, so, and then we all have something else in common, but the way that I do the meetings is very different. I, I still follow the format of the meetings that, you know, they, the way they quote unquote would like you to, but, um, I make it more, like you said, a support system. So, you know, once we introduce ourselves and we just kind of just talk about our week, then when if anybody wants to share just just anything, it's just it's like an open discussion, um, and I think that's what's really set it apart. And then most of the time, I do a still mates workout right after. So we'll, you know, oh. it, it lasts from five thirty to seven. So maybe we'll get done about six fifteen, six thirty. Um, and if people that are like, hey, I want to hang out a little bit longer, maybe we'll do a you know a very short still mates workout. That's incredible. That is yeah. really a good idea. I love that. How many people are are you know coming for the meetings, and how many are staying behind for the steel mace? So, with give or you know, I guess give or take, and especially I think because there's been um, a lot that's ha- been happening with the summer um, graduations, um, holidays, but 
most of the time I have at least roughly about six people. And then usually all of them will stay, if not at two of them. And if I only have one person that wants to stay for the workout, that's great. Me and you can do something together. Right. Um, so, yeah, average about six. That's great. I, I could just, you know, that's just taking a good thing and just adding on something better to it and making it just so much more you know, uh, better for, for the people that are trying to recover mm -hmm. and, and move on with their lives. I mean, if they really like the steel mace and they're looking forward to doing that, then they're more likely to go to the meeting and, and oh, yeah. participate in the meeting. Right. It, and it, it's going to, they're going to backfeed into each other. So that's incredible. Good for you. Thank that's, you. and you said that's something that you've been wanting to do for a while and, and it, it's just a thought that you had, or was there something that maybe happened in your life or whatever that you wanted to <laughs> give back or something? Yeah. Um, so I'm always looking to, I guess, kind of set myself apart from not like Oklahoma, but just, you know, I want to stand out, you know? Yeah. Um, so Polly and I, we talked a lot about what are these different, what are different things that we can do to incorporate the mace or even boxing and what are different trainings? And then, um, she had, you know, many different ideas um, to kind of go with, you know, myself or, um, you know, struggles that I have personally. And like I said, this one came up and how it came up was, it, um, it was about four years ago. Um, I went into, uh, rehab for drinking. And so, um, I spent about, you know, a couple weeks there and then came back and then, or, you know, you either, are really strong on it or you fall off a few times. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I fell off and then it was right in October of 2000. Um, ooh, now I'm going to forget it. And it was October 11th, let's say 2015. Um, yeah, that's exactly four years, um, is when I was, okay, I'm done. So I stopped. And then, um, right after that, it was January of 2016. My father passed away from drinking. So he uh, was a heavy alcoholic. Um, and then I did a lot of different things to kind of, what's the word, um, and like in memory of him. Like my very first boxing class ever right. was, hey, come support me. You know, not come support me, but come support what I'm doing. You know, um, I'm honoring my father who yeah. was a boxer who also has passed away from drinking. Like um, just because boxing has, I'm going to get off track for just a second, but there's a great release that you can get from the steel mace. And there's a great release that you can get from the boxing. Um, like I have a lot of women again who come to the boxing classes and they feel like it's a great emotional release. Like you can see it in their face, how much like if they've held on to a lot of things, they're letting it go right, yeah. right, right yeah. there with the gloves and the mitts. Um, and so that's how I, that's kind of how I got into the boxing. And then I was, you know, Paul, I was like, why don't you just do and, like support meeting, you know, like I had people that were messaging me like, Hey, like I struggling to be sober. I'm struggling to get clean. Like, do you have any suggestions? Cause I was, I'm very open about who I am and my past, you know, my past lives or what I'm currently doing. And so I would just tell them like, okay, this is your first step. Um, if you need any other help, you know, feel free to call me or here's my, and I was just always just doing something like that. And that's when the idea came up. Why don't you just do a meeting? And I did that. Yeah. And then that, it took a little bit to take off. Um, but then here it is like now anybody, anybody can find it. So it's not, it's never of like, okay, how am I going to find if anyone's like me? I'm, you know, you're not alone. 
Right. Um, yeah. And I've actually, you know, so I guess I would say I probably did it um, for my for my father, probably. Yeah, that's that's a yeah. that's a good reason to do it. I mean, uh, <laughs> I do things for my my uh, my parents. You know, um, I yeah. think about them, and I say, you know, if they were around right now, um, you know, what would they want me to be doing? Would they want me to be, you know? sitting here miserable or out kicking ass they want to stay exactly yeah. your, your your parents want to see you kicking ass and and just going hard and that's um the best thing that you could do i i love that you have a spirit in you and it it's uh you you want to fight and you want to be free and and that's fantastic and you're doing it good for you thank you thank you yeah and how long have you been boxing for um two years Coming up, coming up on two years. Yeah, no, so the uh, MMA fighters took to the steel mace long before the rest oh, yeah. of us did, right? Because they found it was great for uh, taking care of their shoulders and everything. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, I'm fascinated with the, the crossover of modalities between steel mace, kettlebell, uh, animal flow, and yes. boxing. You know, um, I, don't, I don't do the boxing. Um, but you could tell us, you know, how does it, how does Mace help boxing and how does boxing help Mace? You know, it's funny that you mentioned the crossover of modalities because it's actually the terminology that I've used a few times. Um, I actually would do, you know, maybe we'll do a steel mace warm up and then we'll get right into a boxing session or maybe we'll do, you know, like an animal warm up and then we'll do our boxing and then end with a steel mace. Yeah. Um, and I always use a term of like, it's all, it's very meditative. Cause I mean, you're just, you're becoming one with whatever you're doing. Right. Um, and I encourage people a lot to just let go, especially if they're boxing or if they're doing the steel mace. But how I feel that this, like, you know, the boxing benefits with a mace and vice versa, it's kind of what you said. It's really good for you. It's good shoulder mobility. Um, like the swings or the bows. I know that we kind of, we might do our mace workouts just a little differently, but anything that we're doing with a mace, you know, with our upper body, it's a good release. Um, Being more functional mobility in our shoulders, which then also helps us when we're, you know, throwing our punches and boxing. Yeah. Um, A lot of the like lateral movements with the mace to open up our hips. Yeah. That helps a lot because there's a lot of hip mobility that needs to go into your boxing just because, you know, like, I teach it first where we, we won't move for, you know, maybe a few sessions or more just because I want you to learn how to rotate your hips and how to throw your punches, you know, obviously use correct form. And then once we get past that, then we want to be able to move our spine in the right direction. We want to have our hips nice and open, our shoulders loose. So we don't want to be too stiff. So I feel like the mace really helps incorporate that by adding more functional mobility. And then with the boxing, just adding in, you know, I guess you like the intensive cardio mix. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And the um, the flow mentality, because like when you're boxing, you know, it's a combination of different moves and you're pivoting and getting around uh, somebody's defenses. So mm-hmm. there's a, a flow that you have going on and then go back to, to mace. It's a flow. Um, mm-hmm. Kettlebell, you know, some of it you could do. You could do flow with kettlebell. And then, of course, there's animal flow. Everything's flow. Uh, flow, flow, yeah. flow. 
So that's yeah, that's um, and I'm finding myself more drawn to uh, kettlebells now. Uh, that's something that I kind of skipped on the past 15 years. Uh, outside of doing a couple of bad kettlebell swings here and there, most of my training yeah. has been traditional weight training. Um, you know, bench pressing, squatting, leg extensions, mm-hmm. that stuff, which um, is great. I still do it, but I'm not doing it as much as I used to. Um, today, I trained uh, deadlifts, squats, and then kettlebells and mace, and it was a fantastic workout. And oh yeah, with kettlebells, you know, wow, you know, I wish I could go back ten years and and start them because I've been really uh, depriving myself. Oh, I I would, I'm gonna say I agree. Like I, you know, I was not like a heavy lifter, but for myself, I would classify my, myself, I was a heavy lifter. I was, that's what I was doing. Um, bench press, back squats, deadlifts. Right. And I mean, I loved lifting. I loved how I felt when I was going into the gym. I loved how I felt during my workout. And then afterwards, um, and your body changes with the workouts that you do. So I yeah. noticed, you know, um, I was fairly lean, but I had a lot of muscle. Um, and then when I started getting into the maze, kind of, you know, I guess how you do your workouts, I do a little bit, maybe some deadlifts, back squats, but I do a lot of still mace. Um, or maybe I just have just a workout where I just do just a still mace flow. Um, if not, then if I'm throwing in all of it, then I'll do a little bit of kettlebells. But before I went and did the kettlebell certification, I, I felt foolish. I was doing my, my swings. I mean, I had good form. Um, cause you know, obviously as a trainer, you're going to have to teach people the correct form of everything. Right. Um, but I learned there's many different ways kettlebell swing, you know, and you don't always have to go, you know, all the way to eye level. You can go further down. You can go right between your hips. Yep. You can, the single arm swings, there's many different ways to do a single arm swing. Um, but I like doing a kettlebells like a flow. So if there's any way that I can just take two kettlebells and I can swing it, you know, maybe do some laterals, some lunges, and a squat somehow. I'm going to flow with the kettlebell. There's something my mind feels Satisfying. a good release when, yeah, like yeah. when I'm doing a flow. So, yeah. And, and so now this is uh, something I've been trying to tell people when I'm uh, talking about, if, you know, when they're asking questions, if they want to come and train with us, um, when you do like a kettlebell flow, that might actually help with how you flow with a mace because it'll, oh, yeah. it'll open that door up uh, mm-hmm. and vice versa. And if you only stick to the one, you might be skipping out on something that, mm-hmm. that could have helped with, with, you know, they, they play off of each other basically. And, oh, absolutely. They, and of course, you know, um, like everyone says, you know, maces for the shoulders and kettlebells for the hips. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, you got to take care of that, both of those areas. So, yeah. So now if you ha- – uh, well, how long uh, are your classes that you run for mace and whatnot? Are they 45 so, minutes, an hour? I, w- I would say an hour. Uh, but we – you know, I always stop and we do like a little cool-down stretch. Um, so I I might put them out as an hour, but typically we end about 15 minutes. Um, right. A lot – you know, just that way, if, especially now in the summertime, <laughs> I know that they've been enjoying it, but we've been outside every time yeah. I have a class. Yeah. And so it's fairly hot over here. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll do a nice little warm up and then get into, um, like whatever we did the week before, we're going to kind of add on to that. And then 
we'll do a cool down stretch and that way afterwards they can just kind of sit and hang out so everybody can kind of talk to each other so all right say so 50 minutes but then a good you know quote-unquote community time for the last 10 minutes nice and yeah. that's a, a a full mace class or are you going from kettlebells to mace to are you are you crossing the modalities there or are you running a full like 45 to an hour mace class yeah, that's so. My Monday nights are just a full mace class, and it's just um, it's the fundamentals basically. Yeah. And so, I give longer descriptions on what we're doing. So, like, um, for you know, one of the classes, it was almost the whole hour that we just did. We learned how the swing was. Uh, we learned, you know, things that you needed to do to prep yourself for the swing, how to hold the mace when you're doing the swing. You know push your hips forward, tuck your pelvis in, you know, knees slightly bent. Um, and so then I want everyone to feel comfortable with how they're doing the swings before we transition and do something different. So then that whole class, we focus on opening up our shoulders, opening up our chest, you know, doing fixing our posture if needed, and then working on the swings. And then the next week after that, we kind of just did a quick refresher. And then we went into like, okay, now we're going to, I'm going to put in, you know, the switch squats with the swings. So we're just taking it very little step by step where they know exactly what to expect for the next class. Right. My goal, my goal for the fundamentals class is to get everyone into the point of flowing. Of what? Flowing. Oh, I'm sorry. Flowing. Yeah. Okay. So, So, um, what exactly is that point of flowing that you're looking for though? Because there's obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's what, many different ways to flow. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and it can get complicated, right? So, I mean, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm assuming this is a basic flow pattern. Like, would it be like waterfall flow or something like that? Yeah, so something that's very simple, like maybe um, three movements, okay. if that. Yeah. Um, and just doing that, you know, not like repeatedly, but um, I guess in a sense repeatedly. So, like... Okay, so maybe I'll time them for, you know, two and a half minutes or three minutes. And I want them just to do those three movements and just let it kind of keep coming. But I guess what I should have specified was when I want them to get to the point of flowing was I would love for people to create their own flows when okay. they get to that point. Yeah, like um, freestyle. And then we share, like I had, um, I have a private session and she was like, hey, Ariel, I created this flow. I want to show it to you. And I was like, yeah, that's great. Let's do it. So she showed it to me and I learned it and then we, you know, we did it together and posted it up. Um, But for me, what I want them to flow is I want them to not think so much into like, okay, man, my shoulders are burning. Okay. My hips are tired. Like the mace is getting heavy. Like I want their mind to just feel peaceful, you know, and it's just them and the mace. Yeah. Like the every all the surroundings are blocked out. They don't hear anything. They're just focused on their breath yeah. and how their body's moving with the mace. That's what I. That's my goal for them when I want them to, you know, learn how to flow. Yes, that's you know what, and that's like a a, a great goal to have as a coach to get to get your students, your clients, your athletes into the zone. Right, you want them into yes. the zone because that's where all the the best performance lies is when you are able to get into the zone. I mean, like they've done. Uh, studies. There's a, a book out. Um, can't remember the author's name, but he uh, helped uh, basketball, the professional basketball players, and he did a book about their experience of being in the zone mm-hmm. and how time slows down 
and yes. and there there's like an energy that they're connected with and it's flowing all around them and yes. they're able to see every move as it happens and see the moves that are happening ahead of them and the, as the play unfolds and when you're when your clients are able to experience that they are really at the most excellent level. So, I mean, if you that's like a gift you could help them attain because when you come out of that zone, you don't know you're in it until you leave it, right? But when you leave yeah. it, you go, whoa, where was I just now? And it's like you just yeah. came out of an, a, a beautiful warm shower and you're completely like cleansed inside and mm -hmm. out, right? It's an amazing feeling. That's moving meditation, right? Exactly, yes. That's where the whole, you know, I um, talk a lot about how um, – being meditative, you know, and I, I find the steel mace in the boxing, um, very meditative for myself. And that's how, that's how I want to, you know, I guess in a sense promote it. I want other people to find their own meditative state when they're doing the mace or doing the boxing. So especially like if I'm in a class and I see, you know, maybe someone struggling, like I can, you know, you can see it on their face. Like if they're like, okay, the mace is getting heavy or like they just need to take a moment. But like we're so close to being done. And so I just tell them like, okay, if you're starting to feel a little discouraged or something, the mace is feeling heavy to you, you know, close your eyes if you can. If not, leave your eyes open. But whatever muscle is feeling the hardest, think about that muscle and then just release and then just let it go. That way it's just... Nice they can find almost get to the point of, you know, like you said, that all the energy is just flowing around and they're pulling up. For me, I would say they're pulling up from the earth's energy and it's emanating just all the way around them. And there's just, you know, like I said, there's nothing that's, there's no extra sounds. It's just them and the maze with all the energy that's coming out. So I really encourage them to just to let it go. Um, and I find a lot of people coming in and because I don't, you know, I, would say oh this was a a weapon of war and now we use it to create you know more functional mobility for yourself right. and they come in and they're like okay i need this i need this release anyway let me i want to do this like what am i doing and even just doing you know uh swings or squats or maybe you know lunges because we're just we're learning the fundamentals right. of the mace for now um they feel really empowered um by just you know doing just those minimal movements and that kind of moves me as well. Yes. Right. That's very good. And yeah, do you, um, do you find yourself, uh, do you find people coming into your classes that normally would never have even stepped into a gym? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's a little bit of a, a crossover experience. The mace yeah. seems to be able to g grab a whole other section of, of people, a whole other demographic that, yeah. It doesn't really feel like you're working out when you're actually just trying to hone a skill. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're, you're essentially teaching with flow is, yeah. is we're doing these skills. Um, you're going to have a piece of steel moving around your head. You're going to focus on this skill so you, you do it correctly. An hour and a half goes by and you're dripping sweat and you didn't even yeah. really think of it as a workout. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, okay, you know, I have – two more sets left of, you know, eight right. reps. And you're like, oh, right. great. Like, is it, you know, yeah. my body's already so tired. But, yeah, like, it's just, it's, um, I lost my train of thought there. But, um, 
but yeah, not, like I, that's exactly what I was just saying to somebody today was that, um, you know, with traditional weightlifting, you know, it's like I got my notepad. It's like, all right, last week I did yes. 10 reps. Today I'm either going to go 11 reps or I'm going to go up five pounds or I'm going to, you know, and it's, it, that's, that's fine and all, but boy, that sometimes gets tiring, you know, trying to keep track yeah. like that. And, and nobody is really, I mean, I get, you could count reps, but I can't really keep track uh, when I do my 360. I start to forget. I just keep going. You know, I know oh, like with the steel yeah. mace certification and all that, you have to do like 500 reps. As mm -hmm. long as, as long as somebody else is counting, uh, I'll just keep going. You let me know. I, I'm not counting. Yeah. I'm not doing Until it. Until you tell me to stop, I'm going to, yeah. yeah, I'm going to keep going where it's like for myself, if I'm doing, um, a flow or just, you know, maybe some exercises with the mace. Sometimes, like, I'll have my timer out and just kind of keep track of how long I'm doing it. But then maybe I, I, I've already lost track. You know, I'm, I don't ever count my reps. I just, I just go. And then there's been a couple times where I was doing, you know, a mace workout for 20 minutes. And I was like, holy crap, I'm kind of tired. And there was another time where I did it yeah. for like an hour. I was like, man, I feel great. Like, I could, I could do some more. But like, okay, Ariel, you have things you need to do. Or you don't want to totally exert your body. But at the same time, like. I'm not getting that sense of muscle fatigue and soreness right? as I would if I was, you know, lifting or lifting heavier because I'm also, I mean, I'm opening up my body. So right. I, I, that's been a huge thing for me, which I really enjoy that just from so many years of cheering, you know, you know, um, elementary, middle school and high school that, you know, any, any type of sports, it kind of have a heavy impact on your body. So yeah. being able to, like when I was lifting, um, I had to wear knee braces all the time. Right. Yeah. And that's a sign you know, right there. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. where I'm like, okay. And it gets exhausting. Okay. Like, okay. Take my pre-workout, put my <laughs> lifting yeah. gloves on. If I'm going to wear them, put my knee sleeves on. Right. Um, but I started doing Polly's yoga, um, which has helped me a lot. And then transitioning with the mace as well. I don't have, knee problems or that's very minimal i mean they might hurt here and there but i can do anything with a mace the kettlebells boxing and my body feels great right afterwards right that's nice well we have a couple of minutes left um the last thing i want to i want to ask you is i read um uh an instagram post that you put up steel mace um steel mace win the battle within you right you remember that yeah. post yeah, <laughs> I, I I love that. And um, my question to you is, what is the battle? <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so I guess what you know, everybody that would read that might interpret it a little differently. Right. Um, but for me, it's always just been a sense of empowerment for myself. Um, so, you know, breaking barriers, knocking walls, you know, um, winning the battle within is. No matter what's coming at you, you know, there's always, there's another way to go to it. There's another, um, so like if I'm, you know, especially if I'm feeling a little discouraged or it's been a long day, I'll really, all I'm going to do is grab a mace and let the mace take over and I didn't go of everything that's just been built up, if it was built up or whatever's been holding me back from that day, um, Right. So I guess, you know, knocking down my own walls. But for me, it was just winning the battle of, um, and I'll make it quick, just um, 
doing things was very it was a struggle for me for many many years um public you know eye contact um just because yeah. i was you know i have a form of autism so that's just been a struggle but for me with the mace that's just me winning the battle within is me knowing okay just because you know you're diagnosed with something or you have an addiction it doesn't classify who you are as a person right many ways that you can overcome all of that what i have thought right now would i be sitting here doing this podcast with you absolutely not yeah right i won a battle within myself so now i mean i'm breaking down i'm getting out of my comfort zone and doing new things and expanding you know my horizons um overcoming things and it's just it's been a great journey so far yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah, every time you win a, a small battle, it just parlays it's, into another win the next time because you remember your past accomplishment when you put exactly. your mind to it. And, yeah. And you, you mentioned that you have a, a slight case of autism. And I read on your, your website that you you learned how to teach um, a, a more uh, – how do I say – a specific way or you learned how to teach people differently – is that, mm-hmm. and how, how is that? Like what, what was it that transpired there that you made that shift? Um, I guess just because uh, it's the way that I learn. Um, so my mind processes things, you know, differently, faster, um, maybe slower in some aspects, but the way my mind moves is very different from, you know, someone who doesn't have any form of autism, but, um, it's just me being able to, you know, be open and accepting it and just, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, sit with it, be sit with it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So then just say, okay, so that, you know, a lot of people that come to my class or do my private sessions, they know. And what I have been able to train anybody, you know, 10, 12 years ago. No, I had, you know, I did, Polly's helped me a lot. Um, friends helped me a lot. You know, spouse helped me a lot. Like there's been so many great people in my life that has helped me, you know, especially it's helped me get to where I'm at now Yeah. and help me, you know, if I need help me grow to where I'm at and then, okay, so I'm going to try this style of teaching. Like I had to go, I did many different styles by that. I mean, like I would, maybe get in the mirror and pretend like I'm coaching myself, which was very awkward, but <laughs> I had to learn how to express something and then how to be able to talk about what we're going to do, explain it that right. somebody would need to learn. It. That's, and that's where the, that's where the mace has helped a lot because it's, it's something that I'm so passionate about. I think that the more that you're passionate with something, no matter, you know, yep. that's it. Any class, yeah. That's the more it. passionate you're about something, the easier it is to teach it. Right, right. exactly. I mean, uh, that's what I'm experiencing with it, and that's why I wanted to get into teaching it because, um, my, you know, I grew up. Uh, my parents were teachers, and and my wife is a teacher, and uh, teachers had significant influence on my life. And I remember all the good teachers were very passionate about whatever it was that they taught. And here, here I am all these years later doing my thing and, and, you know, I was personal training and stuff like that, but the mace just felt different. And all of a sudden I'm like, I, I could teach this because I could be patient and I want, I want to see that, that twinkle in a person's eye 
when they finally get that 360 and it pops. And, and they're so um, excited. Like they're, it's, they have a different feeling of accomplishment when they, you know, they do the swing compared to like, okay, so I just, you know, I upped my, you know, I hit a PR for my back squat. And of course they get excited, but yeah. the way I see someone, like you said, that twinkle in the eye, the way they light up right. when they learn the 360, that swing, like they're just like, wow, I can't, I can't believe I just, you know, they did, a lot of people think that, that they can't do something like this when really exactly they yeah. yeah yeah and then and then you you just kind of help them along and then they get it and then they just <laughs> run away with it yeah and yeah. it's it's an, it's an amazing feeling yeah absolutely it. all right that's really cool uh, Ariel I appreciate you know you sharing everything uh, today with us um, this is very insightful and a really cool uh, podcast I, I think. Uh, it was really great meeting you. Um, and you know what? You know we're we're uh, we're located at the Jersey Shore, and okay. um, you know anytime you're in New Jersey and you want to check out the beaches and stuff, and you want to flow mace on the beach, you hit me you up know. and find me because uh, we're trying to always hook up with people. And, and you know how it is with the mace community. Like um, you meet somebody with a mace, and it's like, yeah, I know you know. You know, yeah, yeah. right? It's, we all know the little secret, whatever that mm -hmm. secret is. So you're you got an op open door invite to uh, visit us here in New Jersey, and uh, you I know, love that. yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, you know, maybe uh, yeah, we'll have you on the podcast again in the future. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's been such an honor to do this with you. So I'm very grateful. Oh, for the experience. I, I, I'm grateful for you coming on. Believe me, this is Thank this you. is awesome. Uh, I had a great time. So, oh, before you go, um, yes. where where can people find you? Uh, you know, you got your business and stuff. So, like, um, tell us, you know, your is it Facebook, whatever? Oh yeah, I mean, we're wow, we're everywhere. Um, <laughs> so just to find the warehouse, um, as you said in the beginning, it's W H E R E uh, house and. You know, um, no matter where you are, there you are. Um, okay. Be in the where type thing. Um, so you can just get on the warehouse website. Um, or we also have a Facebook page. We right. have an Instagram page. It's warehouse OKC. Um, for Steel Mace, um, I have the Steel Mace Oklahoma page, and then which is on IG. And my Facebook page is Samurai Strength. Um, that also, so that kind of incorporates me posting about, you know, steel mace and boxing. Okay. Um, and for yoga and meditation, um, that's mostly on the warehouse, um, Facebook and IG. Right. But you can follow Polly. Hers is med Polly Meditation Yoga. Um, and that's also on IG. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, and maybe uh, ask your your mom uh, if you know maybe she wants to do the podcast one day. I'd like to hear uh, her side of it. So she would, yeah, she, her podcast would be phenomenal. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Well, yeah. Amazing. Don't don't forget. Don't forget me. I will. I'll tell her. <laughs> I'll tell her. <laughs> All right. All right, All right everybody. So that much. was Ariel Cullison, the Samurai Strength Coach, and thanks for listening to another episode. We'll see you next time.